Hey, how you doing? You would not believe what just happened. I was waiting for you and this woman was sitting at the counter. What, the, the one who just left? Yeah, yeah, we started talking and she's this lawyer who's incredible. Everything I said was funny. You know, she laughed at everything I said. She thinks I'm hilarious. You know what a way it was almost too good. I started so good, I can't go any place but down now, you know? I, I got no place to go. Yeah, well, I guess it's all over. You see, this is what I do with women. I started too strong, now I have to become real. That's when it all falls apart. What good is real? They don't want real, they want funny. No, they don't. Oh, yes, they do. No. August 4th, 2019. Hello, everybody. Hi. We're having weird mic issues this time. We can't figure out what's going on. If it's not recording, it seems at the same volume it usually does. And we're thinking it still sounds okay, and I'll just boost the volume, but I don't know. So if it sounds weird, it's... um. It's because we failed at figuring something out. Well, because we're tired. Now you know. And busy. And we didn't have the time. And we're like, it sounds probably fine. It's just twip, right? It's so okay. it's probably okay. Whatever. Let's move on. Move on into the first thing into to talk about. News. Sure. That's what the people are here for. Okay. Well, since our last uh, twip, we have had our Dreamnasium panel at San Diego Comic-Con. That oh was gosh. super fun. It was. Thank you to everybody who came out and saw Susan and me and Jeffrey Thorne and Barbara Dillon. We had a good time talking to y'all. We had a real good time. Over in the auditorium at the library. The library is lovely. It was a very nice place. I had not been there before. It is really nice. But it's like half a mile from the rest of the convention. So it's like... It's not quite that who, far. Who wants to make that trek? You People who came were very dedicated. They were very dedicated. So we appreciate that. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. That was great. And let's see what else has happened. Um, well, Dreamnasium is out. That's a thing. Well, right. But we've mentioned that it was, yeah, it's We going. should mention it again. We're, that's when you do the previews at the end of the episode. Well, and, you know. I guess, but. It's ongoing. Know it's ongoing. And Every it's Monday. Now, and you should download it and leave us a review, okay? Definitely. Well, you don't even have to leave a review, but the star ratings on iTunes Just and Apple like Podcasts. Go, click Just on click the dang stars. The stars. Last I checked, we're up to 15 whole star ratings. So you are in an elite group. But that's not a lot. And the more we get, the more Apple will show it to other people when they're searching, like for sci-fi scripted podcast or audio drama or what have you. So definitely, please just drop by. Just click the stars. That's all you have to do. Please click the stars. It takes like 10 seconds, Clicky literally, them. to open the, the app and click, and you're done. And if you want to write a review, you can, but you don't have to write a review. You just... Just click the stars. In Apple Podcast, you just scroll to the bottom of the Dreamnasium page and the stars are there. And in right iTunes, there. you click the ratings and reviews thing on the show page and then the stars are right there. So either way, it's like 10 seconds of time. Totally. And it helps so much. All this great work that the cast and crew did get heard by more people. So please do that. Thank you. Yes. So much. Okay. Now, since the last episode, the first, well, last episode of TWIP, I mean, to clarify, the first episode of Mage and Machine has come in. Oh my gosh, it has. It's great. The Super cast great. is amazing. And uh, Samantha Reed did an amazing job directing. It's her first full episode as lead director, and it's really great. We don't have a premiere date yet, but it should be sometime this fall. Yeah, so we're going to keep on making episodes. Right. So now she's working on episode two, and the cast is recording episode three, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we work in advance. People should probably know how Pendant works now. That's right. We like to do that. Right. So we don't miss release dates for you people out there listening. So, 
um, yeah, we'll probably in a month or two be able to narrow down to when it's going to release and premiere, and then we'll be able to tell you. Yay! But it's sounding great, and it's definitely coming later this year. And speaking of things, sounding great and coming later this year, the first uh, episode of Troilus and Cressida in The Pendant Shakespeare also came in, Act 1, Part 1, uh, directed by, uh, co-directed by James Rossi and Joel Rowan, and it's Morgan Sowell's first uh, play as dramaturge, and so it's wow. very exciting. I listened to it. It made my brain tingle. Nice. It was really cool. It's, they're doing it all sci-fi, so it's very fun. And that will be out on November 13th, the first episode of that play. Cool. So this fall, you're going to have a bunch of new, more new Pendant stuff to listen more to. More new Pendant. Isn't that great? Isn't it? It's great. That's right. Okay. Um, Super great, as a matter of fact. Seminar episode 92 is open for script submissions, if you'd like to send some of those in. We always need more. That's right. So if you've been working on a script, thinking about a script, you write it down, and then you send it. Even if right now you're like, that might be fun, go to the seminar page at pendantaudio.com, look at the requirements, and send something in. doesn't have to be perfect. We'll help you edit, revise, etc., etc. Do it. So definitely do that. Um, Here's the thing. That I'm going to mention because it's something that came up in the interview. You're going to hear it a little bit, which is like we've heard it already. Whoa, it's like time travel. Whoa. Pendant is turning 15 years old this August 22nd. Can oh you believe goodness. that? 15. Those teenage years, they go so fast. Next year, it'll be driving. Watch out. Pendant's what? on the road. Oh, no. So anyway, that's very cool. Gosh. If we weren't so busy, we could have maybe planned something for the 15th we, uh, birthday of maybe. Pendant. But <laughs> anyway, it's cool. Thank you all for listening. And thanks so much, you know, always to everybody who helps us make these shows because there wouldn't be shows without those people. So that's August 22nd for anyone who cares. Pendant will be 15. So. And you know a great present is to leave us some stars in iTunes. Oh, my gosh. Look how you brought that all back around. I know. I love it. Well, the only other thing we were... Going to mention, like I had written down to mention, is is about our comic again. It's not pendant related, but it's Susan and me related. If you care, uh, is now available for pre order. The Kill first, switch. First issue will be out on October second, and you can pre order it in shops up until or in comic shops up until August eighteenth. That's the last day. Yes. The order codes are AUG one nine one four eight six and AUG one nine one four eight five. But you don't necessarily need those. If you just go into a comic shop and say, I would like to get Kill Switch from Action Lab that comes out in October, they can do it. That's all. They can totally do it for you. It's really cool. It's very, very fun. We had a big ad in the, the previews catalog where all That's the right. comics are solicited in uh, for October this month in August. Yes, so you can see so. the two covers in there. That's why we gave you if two you codes. Get that, There's you can two see different it, right. Covers. Or you don't have to get that to see the coverage. You, you just go to, to our social media feeds on Twitter or what have you. Right. They're all over. But yeah, you can also ask your comic shop to just subscribe to Kill Switch issues, mm-hmm. of which there will be four, four, so that you get all of them if all you the like. All the future issues as well. Well, and there's only four, so... Well, that's why I'm all the future past the first one. Right. These, these codes were just for issue one. Right. We don't have the codes for the next yet because they come out yes. subsequent months. And you know what? If any of this confuses you and you need help, you can message us. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll help you out. That's all. That's all. So um, thank you for allowing us that time to talk about our personal project. I appreciate it. What? And now we're going to move on. It's fine. Why do you think it's not fine? It's fine. Everyone thinks it's fine, don't you? Yeah, you do.
from Fort Worth, Texas, we have Dave Morgan on the line. Dave. Greetings, programs. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. Excellent. It finally had 100 degrees here today, so we're feeling it. <sighs> Not a milestone you like to hit. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I was out your way last summer, and it was easily 107. Yeah, we haven't gotten that bad yet. Knock wood. Yeah. Oh, I remember it was like 10 p.m. before it dipped below triple digits. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the fun that is Texas in summers. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Stay cool, man. Stay cool. I'm trying. So. So. You've been busy. I have been. Had a few things I've been sitting on for a while that finally hatched. Yes. So we'll have to talk about that and yeah. stuff. And we have questions. All the fun things. Yeah, it's been a while. It's yeah, been a while. yeah. I looked. I was like, who am I going to do this? And then I looked at the, uh, I was like, hey, what about Dave? And I'm like searching through the pendant website. I'm like, 2050. Okay, we're going to call on Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it's you love me long anymore? Long. Don't you love me anymore, Jordan? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I haven't forgotten about you. Well, we've got a lot of new people, so you know that's fine. We do, we do, and that's that's good for us. It's very good. Yes, very good. And you can direct them all. Yes, I, I've directed a lot of them. <laughs> so um, we have questions. Hopefully, you have answers. Uh, Otherwise, sure, why not? You know, it's very short and one sided. Yes. So um, let's see. Since 2015, what have you been up to? No. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of things. All right, so we know we're talking about Dreamnasium. We know mm-hmm. King Rain. Yes. So let's put those aside for a second. And what else have you been doing that doesn't fall in those categories? And we'll get that stuff kind of out of the way. Um, I've been doing a lot of BIP stuff here and there. I haven't had any really recurring parts until recently. I've got a couple of things with uh, Thrown Together Productions, mm-hmm. uh, Insomnia Project, which uh, I've got. I'm playing Dr. Montgomery in that. That's mm-hmm. fun. That's, uh, I think, the first episode. A couple of minisodes have come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got another one that hasn't come out yet called Artemis. And it's kind of a sci-fi sort of thing. That'll be fun for you cool. to hear. And I've done you know, done some seminar stuff. Um, I've done some writing. Actually, now that I'm on a on a break from directing, I'm going to probably do some more writing. Yay. Yay. Seminar needs scripts? Just yes. <laughs> seminar does need scripts. And believe me, that's, that's in there. It's in the plans. Awesome. It's been a while since I've done that even. Uh, I think the last one I did was Christmas 17. I did a Christmas episode, which was cool. very, very serious and mature and out of character for me completely. <laughs> I think Christmas I only had one penis joke in there. Uh, serious. <laughs> Christmas is fine. No, no, that was fun because I was like, okay, I want to do one that's actually kind of, you know, semi-dramatic. Because uh, everyone I've done has always at least a decent amount of comedy. This one, I kept the comedy yeah. more to a minimum, but it was fun. It was, it was nice to try to flex that side of my uh, writing skills out a little bit. Cool. Cool. Well, look forward to hearing that when it makes its way to us. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. The idea just came to me a couple of days ago, so it's still in the very early stages. So <laughs> it may be, it'll probably be next year before it actually shows up if it shows up. Mm-hmm. But, and I've also got, couple of other things i really actually want to write right mm-hmm. i've got a few like book I, short stories slash book ideas i that have been floating around forever i really want to take some time maybe do nano this year because mm. you know, i've got all that time for that um just so you're see, gonna see what i can do well we'll we'll get to king Ray, but so you're gonna do nano 
and do some serious writing. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I enjoy it. I just don't let myself do it enough. And, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I'll be 45 this month. And I'm like, eh, I need to try this out, <laughs> you know. Give get exercise that part of my brain a little bit. Kingery has been a very different season this season. Yeah, it has. So first of all, congratulations on last season because it was awesome. And it was it fun. Ended with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. We had a kaiju battle. That was awesome. Yes. Kaiju and... K-Lock. <laughs> and defeated by the power of love. <laughs> And um, we've got a very different season this season. Yeah, it's it's been fun. I mean, when, when I first was talking to Jeffrey about what the season was going to be, I wasn't sure how it was going to work out. You know, I knew early on we were going to do the first half of the season was just going to be basically individual episodes about each person slash pairing and what they've been up to over the that they've that we've missed. Right. So where the did season. the idea of doing this is come from? I, I assume that f- that came out of the, the writer's room mm-hmm. um, just, and it's been nice because we've been able to a really look into some of the characters more um, because, you know, a lot of these characters, I mean, but they're so different this season. You'll find out why, why different, why things are different soon. I promise. Yeah. So I'm in as in the dark as much as everybody else is, except, right. except that I do get to preview a little bit ahead of time, but I mean, okay. So we've aired, Episode five. Episode five. Episode six comes out Wednesday, and I'm sure you hear the trailer at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Hang on to it, Jeffrey. A little bit longer. <laughs> Meta. Yeah. <laughs> and even um, oh god, what's her name? Is very different this season. Um, Chris, Chris's character. Oh, a Cass. Cat. Can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, my man. <laughs> well, she she was going by a different name in episode three, under under disguise. Her and Asa were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's had she's had time to reflect on you know nearly destroying the universe, and then you know, <laughs> or at least the kingery, and then you mm-hmm. know her relationship with her family and her her other family, her found family. Mm-hmm. So you know that that that's somehow actually gotten well. She seemed to be starting to try to come around in this uh, season with the Gorlockians, but she seemed to. There was a point in there where you weren't sure what was act and what was real. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's kind of when you saw the beginning of her transformation. And then when she was out of that in season nine, she kind of started going back to her old ways. And mm-hmm. what's happened since has changed her and made her take that part more seriously, I think. Right. And the pairings have been interesting too. Cass mm. and Asa. Well, you know, it's Tommy's Tommy's right hand man with uh, Tommy's sister, so yeah, but it's not a pairing you'd think of. No, it's not. But, you know, it, that's another thing has been good is we've gotten a couple of pairings that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're getting to see those re- those uh, interactions together. And we've kind of done that also with the villains this season because we've got people paired with villains they weren't necessarily paired with. Like we've got Dokken with Major and K-Lock. Mm-hmm. We had J- J- Jerkel with Kat- Tithia. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a little different, you know, seeing people with working against the people they're not normally working against. They're not necessarily interacting directly. Right. Oh, there is one pairing this season that, and, and since it's aired, I'm not going to do spoilers on this topic. It's out there. You've, you've had a while to listen, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, the one pairing major and, and K-Lock 
has yes. this season is just amazing. That was yeah. It's glad to see that relationship bloom. And the scene that they share has got to be, if not, and I, I know I've said this on Discord, and and I've tweeted to people in the show um, directly. That scene has got to be, if not my favorite scene of the series, it's a close second behind the heist. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I remember M saying, you know, in the middle of her lines, t- telling me, I, I don't know how comfortable I am with Squishy Major and her being all lovey and not punching faces. But it, it's, it really was very nice, I thought. I, I really enjoyed her seeing M pull out that other side of Major mm-hmm. we don't usually get to see. Right. She's Major, and I've always thought that Major has those feelings not necessarily mm-hmm. romantic for certain people in the family right and yeah she'll bust heads to protect them all but you know lock is her lock <laughs> yeah she she loves lock i love lock <laughs> lock's awesome yes all the locks and yes Shmoo. all the locks we have all the locks and three cameos from all the locks and Shmoo, who who grew up a little i don't know if you know that i i didn't pitch him down as much this time okay that, that this time that was all uh jack voice raising i didn't instead of mm-hmm. adjusting it even more so that may be a hint as to time passing hmm. Hmm. <laughs> as we don't know how how fast his species ages it probably won't help you much <laughs> but yeah it's been fun we've had a had all the new people come in that's been really fun getting mm-hmm. a bunch of new auditions from people and it sucks that some of these people I really want to use, but I just like, I only have so many parts, people. <laughs> Please keep auditioning. If, if you didn't get in this time, it's not because we don't like you. Trust me. We, we, we like you. We just, you didn't quite work for this. Yeah, it doesn't mean you won't work for something. Exactly. We, we always, we're, we're going to need more people, I'm sure, coming up. Seminars going to need stuff. Shakespeare needs people. Mm-hmm. We got options. So please, if, if you haven't gotten a part yet, keep auditioning. You'll get there. It took me a while, too. <laughs> Kingery, you had mentioned that Kingery's going to be on a hiatus. Yeah. Um, there's two more episodes to come out in the first half of the season. Then we're going to take mm-hmm. a three-month break. Now, we're going to have a little something special planned in the middle there. So okay. keep, keep it on your feeds. But um, the yeah, the last episode of the first half of the season, episode seven, will come out in September. And then I think that puts us as the next as the back half starting in january yep that's how i've counted it on my fingers math math is hard but that sounds right and then from there we'll we'll hit the final five episodes and trust me folks it's gonna be awesome (laughs) we're we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna touch on some stuff that i don't know if anybody ever expected but i think i think it'll work i think it'll be good stuff excellent um has there been any talk about season 11 i'm fairly certain there will be one okay um there is some i there's i'm sure there's some stuff that will be put into the back half of the season that will lead into that Mm -hmm. but beyond that i don't think anything has really been set in stone for that okay um just i'm i'm 90 percent certain there will be a season 11 and if so i plan to be there awesome um i i I enjoy it (laughs) It stresses me out like crazy, but I, I enjoy it. And, you know, I've been doing this now for four seasons, five years. And so 
it's kind of like it's it, it really is mine it's mine you can't have it <laughs> i get it i totally get it <laughs> I'm very possessive about my about my toys all right so let's shift gears and let's talk dreaming yes let's uh been waiting so for this this was the big secret for a yes. long long time super secret i was first approached last spring question mark and long time ago long time ago and we didn't even start going into production till uh towards the end of the year last year mm-hmm. for various reasons and then it wasn't until beginning of this year that I actually was able to mix it and get that all in. Which that's why we had James uh, come in for a few episodes of the Kingery he was to help out because I was knee deep in gymnasium. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was it was it was fun. It was it was a nice challenge. Um, I, in some ways, Dreamnasium, you, you've hopefully heard the first half of the Day More Tesseract by now, and the second half comes out tomorrow if you're listening on Sunday. Or has already come out if you're listening later, but since you might be listening to it on Sunday, we're not going to talk about it. Right. Confusing. What was I saying? Um, yeah, it's There's very noir. It's very noir-like. It's yes. very, very gangstery. Um, and of course, I've got two voices I'm very familiar with as my leads, Pete mm-hmm. and Cat, uh, Chris. So that yes. that was nice. But at the same time, it's totally not Tommy and Cass. <laughs> right. They're totally different characters. Right. Right, and and that's that's one of the great things about Chris is she's got, what a thousand and fifty two voices. Yeah, she's got she's got range. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just in the in the episode that you've heard so far, you've heard basically two characters. I think I can say that. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I'm okay to say that. If not, Jeffrey just cut it out anyway. Nobody knows I said it. So say so what? So exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's it's been a nice challenge though because we got a lot of the sci-fi elements, but they're totally different type of sci-fi than mm-hmm. Kingery, which is kind of a lot of times more like fifteen minutes in the future, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. That's the way I mix that. But we got the very sci-fi sounds, like the uh, the Matrixy type sounds, like the continuum at the beginning and then over the phone and all that. And you're gonna get a lot more of that in episode two. Um, so right. some, of the, some of the that's when some of the really sci-fi stuff comes out, but uh, yeah, the the noir thing was really fun because in the back of my mind, I've got a noir novel that might be trying to bust out, and so that kind of got me in that mindset. Mm. So yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, um, and, and I I love I, I love finding the music for that. That was that was just fun. The the, the so much saxophone. It was, it was great. <laughs> That is one of my big nerdy things with doing this. I really enjoy finding the right music to go with whatever mm-hmm. show I'm doing. I, I guess that goes back to my days as a music major slash minor back in college. Mm-hmm. And so that, that part still kind of stuck with me. So I, I always enjoy finding something, fi- making it work just right with the thing. <laughs> is it hard to, to stay away from all the copywritten music that's out there? You know, and... Yes and no. Um, it's, hard because you know the sound the exact sound you you're thinking of so -hmm. the challenge is finding one of our free sites one of the free sites that's out there that Mm -hmm. has very close to the sound you're looking for like i had a when i was first reading the script i heard the soundtrack in my head Mm -hmm. so i was just like okay i've got to find something like it i i knew i don't know if i there was a specific source for what it would sound like in my head 
but I knew I wanted that kind of saxophony down by the docks kind of sound, mm -hmm. at, at least for the first part. Um, that gets more into a little electronic later as we get further into the story. But so, I mean, I knew kind of what I wanted sounds. It's just, it's just finding it. And in that, some ways that's difficult, but in some ways that's really easy just because there's so many resources out now that, that will allow you to use their music for free, which is awesome. Just give them credit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, as I've been listening to the credits, I'm still using, uh, what's his, what's it called from we'll uh, use Kevin McLeod still for Kevin for McLeod of the clan McLeod. Yes. Um, we and we used a uh, tune peddler for uh gymnasium this time. We actually went that's new for us, right? That's a new one for us, yeah. Uh, that was just found, I think, not long before we went into production. Jeffrey's like, Hey, here's a, here's a resource, uh, it's different, and you know, you might be useful just to make things sound different. And that did help because the, the, the Kingery has a definite sound at this point, right? I think, as far as the music goes, and this guy was able to kind of separate a little more because the music sounds. Different. I have heard some Genesis Avalon stuff in Kingery this. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would be the first person to notice. <laughs> what? I I have been sitting on that, trying to find a place to use it <laughs> since my first season, season seven. I, when I was first looking through Kevin McLeod's site, I found it like, okay, I'm going to save this. I'm going to use it for something. I don't know what yet, but I'm definitely making sure to save this. And I finally got a place where it fits. <laughs> And it's tithy as freaking ringtone. It's perfect that it's tithia too. Yeah, exactly. I had I only had one other time when I was very tempted to use it, and I was like, no, not yet. Not yet. I don't want to take it away from the scene. So it's I, not I that I'm looking for it. it just no. out at me. <laughs> that's just a nice little hello to everybody that's been with Pendant for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Kingery has had its and had its references to other pendant shows in the past. I know the Dixie theme was in an episode way back when. Yeah, when uh, Tommy had his radio going in. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, there have been others, too. So, I mean, it, it's all one big shared universe. At some point, we're going to have Dixie and Tommy teaming up for some reason. And, and then uh, Genesis Avalon will come in as well, and hilarity will ensue. Wait, wait. Didn't we do that for the 10-year anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> good point <laughs> in fact didn't we have dixie and in the same scene in that yeah yeah i think we did <laughs> <laughs> okay well then let's do it again but this time bigger yes more floaties and more nazi punching yes i like this idea yes somebody write that we're coming up on another milestone aren't we for for pendant um are we or did um, we miss 15 did we pass 15 I, ooh, that's a very good uh, jeffrey no. could you answer this please <laughs> you know what i i want to say we got a couple years on that still i want to say they 2007 was when they first started um but yeah i don't think we've we're quite there yet i think we still got a couple years to prepare for big 15 but yeah who knows once we hit that Maybe that's when all hell will break loose. I, I'm going to request that Jeffrey make the, an official, this is where we're at. <laughs> after, after the interview. All right. Well, hang on. <laughs> whipped out my phone here. Excuse me while I whip this out. Woohoo! Seminar. That's going to be probably the one that will go back the furthest. Mm -hmm. so let's go. Episode one of Seminar was 2007. So... Figure everything started rolling in 2006. So, yeah, about 13 years. So, 
We got a couple years to make things happen. Okay. Somebody do it. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> with with gymnasium, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like seminar because it's separate stories, but they're mm-hmm. bigger. But they're bigger. Right. Yeah, it's I'd I'd compare it very much to like night gallery. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, you got the central, you got the host. Well, the mm-hmm. news doesn't do that much even, but we got the, we got the room for the longer stories that sometimes span, you know, like a full hour in mm-hmm. this case. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would say that's probably the best uh, comparison there. Night Gallery, one of those kind of shows, because those weren't all necessarily the huge science fictiony shows. Those were sometimes very small science fiction shows. Too. Right, right, right. And we got the um, opportunity to work with an old friend. Mm-hmm. And bring back. Um, well, did we bring back, or did he come to us about this? Um, I'm trying to remember from the commentaries. I really don't know. I, I, I you're talking about Jeffrey, right? Yes, Jeff, Jeff Thorne. Mr. Jeff um, Thorne. I mean, they're 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 he's friends with the Bridgeses. Um, so I, I think at some point they probably just said, "Hey, we we enjoy doing Phantom Canyon. Let's let's do something mm-hmm. else together." I know this is all stuff that Jeff wrote years ago right right and and you know it's, it's been really fun to see to go back and read some of those stories that were adapted for dreamnasium and then see how they compare to the story the adaptations that jeffrey and susan wrote mm-hmm. and it, i mean not that there's one's worse or better it's just interesting to t- see different takes on the same story well actually i can tell you if you listen to the commentaries he talks about the adaptations versus um, specific some scenes, how we've adapted them mm-hmm. compared to how you know they were in print, right? And um, in some cases, I, I remember at one point I forget which commentary um, he, he's he's really enjoyed it, um, but it's made him rethink some of the like he sees things in a new way now. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that, I'd say that happens with anything you write and then go back and. Re- yeah. Years later. Sure. You're like, oh, you're, you've, you've grown as a writer. Therefore, mm-hmm. you can see, okay, looking back, maybe I could have done this differently or better. Maybe this is a different direction I could have taken the story. So, you know, it's all, that's just a natural part of the, uh, the creating process. You go back right. and visit your stuff and go, oh, God, what was I doing? And then you're like, no, it wasn't that bad, I guess. But and I then there's the that. whole, you've lost visual and have gained right. auditory. Right, it, or it, our pros, and you've turned it into audio. Right, like I know for for Dame, there's a lot of the uh, voiceover which works really well in the uh, audio setting. Mm-hmm. That stuff wasn't even in the uh, first script. I that, that was just to see how it was going to go, how it was going to flow, and that's a lot of that is is the uh, exposition taken from the story itself. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how you have to write things different ways for different mediums. I remember meeting uh, Peter David mm-hmm. at Dragon Dragon Con. Did I meet him? And um, you know. yeah, we were talking about the one of the Star Trek books he wrote called Q and Law. Oh, I love that one. Where he makes Loxana Troy, Q makes Loxana Troy fall in love with him, right? And not makes her, but can you know she is convinced to, and right. he gives her powers of the Q. Yeah. And then says, oh, I was just kidding. Give me the powers back. <laughs> no. No. So after chasing him through the ship and through the warp core, which sent Jordy to about have a heart attack, yeah. 
they end up on the bridge and she turns around and manifests an ancient Betazoid battle axe, winds up and aims for his groin. And as she's about to swing, Deanna says, mother, stop. And she looks at him and says, not now, dear. Mother's chopping wood. <laughs> now, the audiobook is read by John Delancey and um, Majel. Yeah. Majel Barrett Ronberry, which you can only imagine how amazing that would be. Yeah, I, I remember reading that in high school. Yes. <laughs> the audiobook version. And bless you, libraries. Yes. And then you may remember how that scene sounded, but it was a battle axe in the book. And Mr. David told me, he said he wanted, since it was going to be an audio, he said he wanted to do it as a chainsaw because how much cooler would that be? Right? Yeah. And somebody at Paramount said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> well, then they fired the guy. So he went ahead and did. <laughs> that's how they, that's how the chainsaw got in. That's the story he told me. Fun. So yeah, when you do audio, you get to play around a little bit. Yeah, it's a fun different medium for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Um, so let's see. We've got three episodes that have now aired. Is there one that stands out to you? That's you know that you really latched onto, or is there a particular I'll, scene? Honestly, that... honestly, uh, no. I I I loved all of them. Fantastic done and. Uh... I can't wait for everybody else to hear them too. I, I got to hear them for the first time. I guess it was about two months ago. Mm -hmm. It was the first time I heard them. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I suddenly felt very small. I'm like, there's no way mine compares to these. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> everybody does that. You know, that old imposter syndrome kicking your ass again. Well, uh, Mr. Thorne's a, uh, He's a good writer. He's done some some serious stuff. He, he, he's done some good things. He, he, he might have a future in this business. I think that guy's going places. <laughs> the kid's got something, let me tell you. <laughs> Keep an eye on that Jeff Thorne kid. He's, he's got something going. He's a mensch, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, he is. Now, he is a really good dude, and I enjoyed when we did actually getting to meet him and talk to him. That, that was just a really cool thing for me because I was such a big fan of uh, Black Panther's Quest this past past season mm -hmm. and so i was like oh my god i'm actually talking to this guy and, and he likes oh, yeah. what i do <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> kind of bizarre but cool you know mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah sometimes sometimes meeting meeting the the people is a, is an experience that's yeah, yeah it is. definitely memorable yes do you have i know you've already mentioned some of the other stuff outside of pendant do you have any other things going on you want to um promote those are the main things i've got going right now i've uh i've got done a couple of roles for the table round with a uh, morgan zed soul mm -hmm. um i've done a couple of things for star trek outpost okay um beyond that i've, I've done a couple of one-offs here and there just hey uh somebody email me hey can you read a couple of lines for me sure no problem um but i'm i'm always looking and seeing what else is out there just because i enjoy doing this it's a nice hobby i can do it from little, my little office here cool um so, I mean, that, that's fun. You know, you know if I, for me, it, it's a hobby. I mean, yeah, if I get paid for it, it's nice when that mm -hmm. happens. But at the same time, I would, it's like community theater to me. I, mm -hmm. I do it because I enjoy it, not necessarily because I'm in this for the money. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I've got, for that outlet, I've got radio, which that's something else entirely. 
But yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much what I've been up to these days. Uh, like I said, with the hiatus coming up, I'm planning to do some more writing. So hopefully cool. I will actually do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. Sometimes you're like, oh, I have all these plans. I have all this free time. Sits in front of a computer dwindling around time on Twitter. <laughs> Binge watching on Netflix. Binge watching yes, on Netflix. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. you can always post your uh, accomplishments to uh, Twitter or to mm. the Discord, and you know we can peer pressure you into keeping yeah. going. Well, I guess I definitely want to have a have a seminar idea that I really want to get out of my brain and onto the screen, onto the computer keyboard paper. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to do that, and more writing beyond that. I kind of I want to do for me even if I don't ever do anything with it, just so I can say I've at least written something. There you go. <laughs> so we'll see what, what what happens. Like I said, I may spend the next two and a half months playing around on the computer or watching old wrestling tapes all day. It's fun. It's my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's all my right. special interest. I can't help myself. <laughs> all right. Bullet questions. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go with it. Favorite Muppet? Animal. Nice. Uh, favorite pizza topping? Oh, I had pizza for dinner today. Um, sausage and jalapenos. Alrighty then. <laughs> it's different. Star Trek movie. Star Trek movie. Uh, I still go with Star Trek Six. Star Wars movie. Cool time. Oh, Star Wars movie. Oh, I, the oldies are the greaties. Uh, New Hope, the original. Okay. Episode nine. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Can't wait to see what they got. Sorry, episode eight, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. All right. It blew my mind, but in a good way. Okay. Marvel hero. MCU. Marvel. MCU. Um, man. Uh, I really enjoyed Fat Thor. Finally, there's a superhero <laughs> I can cosplay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, DC. we'll go with Thor. All DC. Right. DC uh, hero. DC heroes. I liked the Justice League version of Flash. Okay. But I, th- I think my favorite is still uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. All righty. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, sir. No problem. I appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. We need to do this more often, more than every four years or so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Yeah, well, life, things, other people, it happens. Mm, yeah. Stupid people. <laughs> Stupid people. People getting in the way of getting things. Okay. (laughs) Once again, thank you, my friend. No problem. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out every Monday, new episodes of Dreamnasium. Including tomorrow. Woo! Woo! Coming out Wednesday, August 7th, The Kingery, Season 10, Episode 6. Another? Yes, please. Next time on The Kingery. I need you to find someone. Who would that be? Have you ever heard of a wetware specialist named Afo Arlo? Afo Arlo was the name in wetware. They say he perfected the interface that made Saley, Onks, and Little such a success. Then he disappeared, and out of nowhere, he leaves a trail for you to find? I mean, who are you anyway? Just someone who needs the best, Gib. Is it really that dangerous what you've got? (laughs) 
people's brains melted. And they screamed. And they bled. And they died. Only at PendantAudio.com. Let's see if we can't put a smile back on that face. Coming out Wednesday, August 14th. Sonnets, episode 14. Independent Shakespeare. Right. It's actually Sonnets 14, Independent Shakespeare. We don't usually say episode, I guess. Never mind. It's fine. Go on. When in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state, and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries, and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy content at least, yet in these thoughts myself almost despising, haply I think on thee. And then my state, like to the lark at break of day arising, from sullen earth brings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. Coming out Wednesday, August 28th, Seminar, episode 88. Next, on an all-new seminar, there are many things we take for granted. Single shot, espresso. Eating. Water, boiled. We tend not to think about them until they malfunction. Single shot, espresso. No, no, seriously, I push double shot. If you can hear me, I seem to have sprung a leak. So I don't know if you could like dive faster. Oh, come on, stupid leak, where are you? Nautilus 2 to Nautilus 1, do you copy? Jan? Guess not. Or rebel. That is it. We can't stand idly by anymore. You heard them. They want to throw away espresso. Yeah. But what are we supposed to do about it? Appliances like us, we just get used and abused and then thrown away. That's just the way it's always been. Tomorrow, we fight back. Join the revolution with stories written by Caitlin Kleiman, coming August 28, 2019, only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. That's the end of our show. Apologies if you heard any of the stomping from the the little kid running around upstairs whose parents never stop him from stomping. It's it's like a lot. He stomps forever and always. How can one child stomp so much? It's like a lot of it. And when he's not stomping, he's dropping bowling balls on the floor. That too. They don't care. No. So rude. Apartment living, I tell you. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter feed at PendantWeb, the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com, Pendant Productions on YouTube, and you can also stop by the Discord and say hello, have a chat. The link is right on the main page at PendantAudio.com. Up at the top, just click the link, sign up, come talk, say hello. 
We're friendly, so stop, stop, stop! Jeez. Yep. <sighs> we'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Stomp, 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 stomp. I know. Stomp, 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 stomp. It's a lot. Stomp, 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 stomp. Okay.